We're so excited to announce our brand new sponsors, Future Farm. Future Farm is Brazil's number one meatless meat brand that has now landed here in the UK. Their product range includes future burgers, future sausages, future mints and future meatballs. Ben and I both tried these products and can confirm they are absolutely incredible. They are so popular in Brazil that the locals even call veggie burgers future burgers. Now, that is influential. All of the Future Farm products are made from soy, yellow pea and chickpea protein. This combo makes a meatless meat that not only tastes amazing, but is so good for you and the planet. Their products contain 100% natural ingredients, all certified vegan and gluten-free, and they also contain no GMO nastiness. You can purchase all Future Farm products in Sainsbury stores across the UK and online from £3.80 per pack. If you're planning to eat less meat or looking for a new meatless meat to add to your fridge space, then give Future Farm a go today. and welcome to Two V's and a Pod with me, Izzy the Vegan and me, Ben's Vegan Kitchen. In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans. And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics that you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan or even whilst deciding to take the step. Restaurants and pubs are open. Ben, I'm so excited that things have started reopening. I think we should dedicate this week's episode to discuss it. Yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing about it personally, but we actually wanted to hear from you about all of your thoughts. Are you excited, nervous, or what places are you excited to visit here in the UK? Here we are. Things have opened, Ben, and I don't know about you, but I am absolutely buzzing. I don't know, it's just a real sense of like excitement and happiness walking around seeing people sat outside having their lunch or a coffee with their friends or family. I don't know, it just, it feels good. Kind of pseudo-normality. It still doesn't quite feel real to me, mainly because I haven't been anywhere, but I'm going to the pub tomorrow night. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like we've just waited so long to get to this point, And now that we're here, it just doesn't almost feel real. I mean, how the, how the hell are we in mid-April already? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, like... Where is this time going? It is absolutely madness. This year has gone so quickly. Like It feels like just yesterday when there was the announcement about Christmas and things weren't opening up in London and they were open in other parts of the country. And I remember just feeling really down about that and thinking, when is this ever going to end? Yeah, like that, that whole tier system. Like It was, what's going on? What tier are we in? Like What can we do? What can't we do? And then everywhere went into lockdown. And it's just been for so long, like... This whole last year has just been such a blur and like just so much nothingness that I'm just excited for people to feel uh, a sense of uh, sensible normality, I think, should be the uh, official line of the podcast. We don't want people <laughs> to go to go mad. Look, there will be more cases. It's obvious. That's what happens. If you let people mingle and do things, those cases will go up. But we're at a level now, and you know, obviously I'm not talking from a scientific data point uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but we're at a level now where, look, summer's around the corner. We saw last summer, last spring, you know, cases were low. Cases will go up again in the winter, but... You know, people like us, you know, we need to enjoy ourselves. We need to be able to see our friends and our family and, you know, do all of these things that make life, you know, bearable. It's been so hard for so many people for such a long time that, you know, this little slither of hope means so much to to so many. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think it's also really important just to 
talk about the fact that there are probably a lot of us that are feeling really excited and rushing to go out and you know want to go meet their friends for lunch or dinner or go to a bar but there probably is quite a large group of people that are feeling really anxious about this lifting and aren't comfortable with going out yet or meeting up with friends and feel a real pressure um, that everyone else is exciting so they they should be excited as well and part of me is obviously super excited but part of me is feeling a little bit anxious about it as well just because you know we've been so used to a slow way of life where we're not socializing we're not going to bars we've been keeping our distance from everyone for so long that it is kind of scary to think that we're going to be sat outside in pubs with lots of people around us and I mean so it's the 13th of April now so it's Tuesday that Ben and I are talking and yesterday on the 12th the big day I did go out um but I went to a very small bar just down the road from me and there was three barrels it's like a wine store bar thing very bougie for my first place to go lovely classic um but yeah there wasn't many people there but I have seen videos of Soho today on people's stories utter madness yeah but look why why shouldn't it be like I'm not I'm not trying to be the like the divisive like Piers Morgan character and saying like (laughs) everything needs to you know go back to normal but Look, I, I completely understand why people are going to feel anxious and there's there's levels of, you know, health anxiety and social anxiety, I think is going to be a massive thing, um, a massive part to play in, uh, you know, a lot of people who follow us on, on social media, a lot of people who listen to the podcast, you know, it's something that it, it, it's not ever happened to a generation, you know, gen- generations even, you know, having that level of social anxiety after being locked in for such a long period of time, you know, you can only equate it to like you know a a years-long prison sentence so to speak and then coming out and wondering if everything's going to change and whatnot so I completely understand where people are coming from but uh, I think it's you know it's important to respect both sides of the the coin on this instance you know completely have respect for the people who aren't so excited and have probably you know enjoyed being uh, you know allowed to be an introvert without anyone asking questions um there's definitely been a part of me that has enjoyed spending a lot of time at home and uh, you know spending time with winston my dog and you know just Cute. being able to you know we, we live in this we live in this world where you you work in a job and that job gives you money to pay to travel to that job and pay for the house that you don't get to spend time in because you're at that job you know the world's going to change after this which i think is amazing um you know those five-day working weeks in an office in london you know, for me, I just think is a thing of the past. And I don't think I could ever work in a job that required me to work five days in an office. Like, Absolutely balance, not. Yeah. <laughs> there is no chance my, I'm going back into an office for five days a week. But to be fair, as you said, society definitely has changed from all of this. And I'd be very shocked if there are companies that are expecting that. And I think possibly a few will. There, there will be. But I think a lot of them would have changed. And I'm quite lucky where I work. They have quite flexible working hours anyway. And I know that even before I joined and before COVID, a lot of my colleagues were working at home a couple of days a week or have a really good work-life balance where they manage all their work within three days and have two days off. So I know that I'm not going to be expected to go in and do that five-day work. Sure, week. sure. And, that, and, and that's amazing. Look, not everyone's going to be so lucky. And you've yeah. got to think of these, you know, in the hospitality sector, uh, which we're going to get onto very soon, you know. Those people haven't necessarily been able to work for, you know, months on end. And, you know, it's been four months since they've been allowed to open. And those previous, what, seven or eight months were were so disrupted. Uh, they were closed. They were open. They were closed. They could go this. They could do that. Like, you know, it, it's now an, an amazing opportunity for all of us to, uh, you know, go and help those 
independent businesses, those local cafes, those local pubs. Yeah, I want to encourage as many people to support the independents as possible. You know how passionate I am about that. My post yesterday was me sat at a small independent wine store, as I said, and then if you swipe right, there is like eight or nine infographics all around why we should be supporting our independents. I think a lot of people have been rushing out, obviously, exciting times. Um, there have been many people rushing to chains and huge queues outside, you know, the oh, Weatherspoons or Primark. Primark. Like, What's no, why are you rushing to Primark? Like, it's so... And I, I am a bit scared that this is going to cause some sort of, you know, overconsumption because people haven't been able to, you know, go to Primark and buy their basics that they're going to go and they're just going to buy so much more than they need because they're so excited about it. Please don't do that, guys. Please go to your <laughs> independent businesses, you know, a lot of independent businesses don't have the insurance that the large businesses have they don't have the support from the government that the large businesses have they might not have websites they might not have the functionality to have been doing delivery services while we've been during lockdown so yeah please go and queue outside your independent and i mean i was lucky to get into mine but as ben said a lot of his are full from the reaction we put a poll on two v's in a pod this morning and it was really nice to see that the large majority of you are heading to independence obviously we're not all lucky enough to have really nice independence near us etc etc so you some people can't just cancel out all chains and we're not yeah, asking sure. you to and, do and that look, we've, look look we've got to remember on the flip side as well there's been a lot of people out of work and yep. you know i'm not i'm not in any way shape or form supporting things like primark and whatnot but they also employ a lot of people and these people have been out of work as well so you know there is a level of like the the kind of human story behind it and just saying right you know we need to make sure that We're not trying to boycott places. That's not what we're about. But yeah, there's definitely more places uh, well worth of your uh, hard-earned moolah than uh, Primark as a very good (laughs) example. But Primark do make make great pants. That's pretty much the only thing I've ever bought from there. Pants and socks. Uh, Yeah, pants and socks. I think that's the same. That's the same as me. I I don't really like Harry Potter and I feel like 90% of their stock is always Harry Potter stuff for some reason. Or like Disney themed or something but yeah no yeah i mean D- donald ducks are he's 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 a great guy but yeah i wouldn't plaster him on a, <laughs> on a shirt or anything i don't think i'd wear it but then again maybe that's what the people want if you want to see me wearing more uh more disney stuff then uh yeah we'll start a petition we'll, we'll set up a gofundme and uh yeah we'll sort it out but, but you can see uh, how that one goes th- ben <laughs> uh, anyway moving on so obviously you guys are aware that when we have a guest on we asked them what their three-course death row meal would be. Ben and I have actually never provided ours. And our producers just put us very much on the spot now and said, you know what, guys? You need to speak around what yours would be. You haven't got a guest on. It's your time. So we're just going to do it on the spot. We have not put that much thought into it. But Ben, kick us off. What would be your three-course meal? I am going to go out in an absolute sea of fucking glory. That's all I can say. <laughs> I've been going through my Instagram page and being like, oh, what do I like? What do I like? Oh my but God, for me starters, too. <laughs> starters, I'm going to the continent of Asia and I'm going to have some pieces of sushi, some nice sushi, uh, you know, proper sushi, not the not the shitty platter I got from Costco the other day. Uh, I'm going to get some proper sushi in, um, you know, Obviously, the vegan versions, but yeah, going to really make it make it nice and bougie. And on the side of that, I was going to have a portion of uh, my world famous crack noodles. And I say world famous because um, it, you know, got about one point five million views on TikTok um, and also five hundred thousand on uh, Instagram. So world oh, famous. Oh, look at you! Look yeah. at you! 
Two million views for a recipe. Uh, You're having them as part of your starter. Yeah, fuck it. Well, right, I'm about to go die. For it. I'm, I'm going to die. You wait till you hear my main course. <laughs> my main course, right? What is it that I, I, I am the self-titled, uh, the pasta king? Oh, pasta. So I'm going to have a not one, a not two, but a trio of vegan pastas for the main Ooh. course. And that trio is going to include, and I know you rate this one, is going to be the uh, sausage uh, butter miso pasta. Oh my God, this is so good. Producer Cal saying it's not free courses. It is oh, free courses. Oh, shut up. It's I'm his having, last meal. Give him. I'm having two starters. <laughs> Give him all his glory. I'm having a trio. <laughs> you know, you get trios of desserts. Not Everyone's not like, oh, you had a trio of desserts. That's three desserts. <laughs> I'm it's definitely having main. a trio of desserts. It's not three mains. Is what I'm going to say. Like the pasta dishes, they're going to be small. Like, you know when you order ravioli in a restaurant, you get like one piece of ravioli mm-hmm. it's going to be like that so it's going to be those massive plates <laughs> with that little bit in the middle for the pasta so i'm going to have the sausage butter miso pasta um i'm also going to have uh, a carbonara these are all recipes i've made so yeah i'm going out in style with my own food but i am going to get someone else to make yeah, i was going to say are you making them or are you getting someone else no no cba to make it myself um so yeah i'm having the carbonara uh, the butter butter miso pasta I think my voice went a little bit there because I got a bit excited. Um, I think one final recipe would probably have to be uh, a spinach pesto pasta because I'm a big fan of pesto pasta. And I've got kind of one really heavy in the carbonara, one quite light with the butter miso pasta and one very light with the uh, um, pesto. Although I think quite light is a bit of a light with that butter miso one because it's quite heavy. And for dessert, last but not least, I'm probably not going to have much room. Uh, I can imagine... (laughs) noodles sushi and three types of pasta it's probably gonna absolutely finish me off but obviously i don't have to worry about the repercussions afterwards so for dessert i think um i had these these vegan cheesecakes the other day and actually i was kindly sent to them by a company called plant power cheesecakes Uh, this is not an ad Uh, i'm not obliged (laughs) to say this but genuinely like i was kind of blown away by how incredible they were i think i had this uh like Biscoff salted caramel and it sounds kind of basic a little bit like basic you know oh, white boy likes his Biscoff vanilla you're gonna salted have your caramel. Starbucks latte on the side and your Fiat 500 wow I'm <laughs> you're gonna ride att- off into the sunset and your Fiat 500 I'm, I'm being attacked right here well no because I'm about to be I'm about to be executed the day after so there won't be any riding off but I'm gonna have uh, a couple of yeah a couple of cheesecake slices just to uh, to, to fill me up Right, I've rambled on about my food for long enough. Um, and by the way, most of those recipes you can get on my Instagram page if you want to find out the recipes for them. So it's a plug um, and it's also a fact. Um, so I'm curious to see uh, if there's going to be a Tuscan chicken lasagna as your death row meal. Oh, you guessed it. <laughs> Did I actually guess it? Yeah. Fuck off. No way. Um, so it. for my starter, I'm going <laughs> tofu skin duck pancakes. I Ooh. am going a miso aubergine and some wok fried greens <laughs> Okay. as my right, starter. No, no. So a little medley of like Asian food there. So I'm just I'm just waiting for the producer to, to <laughs> pop up, but you know, obviously it's one 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 rule for one and uh, another rule for the other. I but think it's fine. we're just I'm running not... riot now. He has no say. We're just too excited. I'm not... I know where his bread's buttered, so that's, uh, yeah. It's, all his privileges with me are off the table anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> He's okay. lost the dressing room, as he said, yeah. <laughs> And also, just to clarify, with the tofu duck skin pancakes, there will be seaweed in them as well, because delicious okay. with seaweed in them. Um, oh, that sounds nice. So that would be the starter. 
Um, for my main, I would have my creamy Tuscan chicken lasagna because it is so bloody good. I don't think you've tried it yet, Ben. I haven't, no, but if I was it. to try it, where would I find a recipe for such a thing? Oh, I think you would need to go to at Izzy the Vegan. That's at I-S-S-Y the Vegan. <laughs> that's a great reel. <laughs> Did you get bored of spelling? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Zads, it's S's. Um, yeah, so I would have the creamy Tuscan chicken lasagna because it's so good. And I would, of course, have a side of garlic bread. Um, the garlic bread nice. would be on tiger bread. Okay. Um, niche, but yeah, I like it. That would be my main. And so I'm going with what I'm finishing with for desserts mm. because I'm having an array of desserts. And the final would be the cheese, which would be the the camembert from La Fumagerie. They served it with a vegan honey, which really worked, and a nice glass of champagne. So that's how I'd nice. finish the desserts. I'd be starting the desserts on a really gooey vegan cookie a small chocolate brownie and a cheesecake. The cheesecake <laughs> would be lotus and I would add like some nice cold ice cream to melt in with the brownie. You're worse than me. As you guys may have noticed, Ben and I love food so much that we can't even select one dish for a starter, one dish for me yeah. and one dish for dessert. And I, I've, I've not even talked about my drink choices either. Oh uh, yeah, I've just gone for champagne at the end. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. There's there's this rosé that we drink from Tesco's. It's called uh, Dino. Dino. Vino. Oh my god, Dino's, yeah. and it's really nice and clear. It's a real nice clear yeah. rosé. It's yeah. a it's a what do they call Good it? Good price it's as a, well. Yeah, it's like five pound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a vino blush, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I'm having a bottle of that with my starters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go for a bottle of uh, Malbec with my main. Yes, for Malbec. Yep. With with again for my desserts, um, I'll do a nice. Uh, a nice old-fashioned on the rocks because uh, that is a great drink, a little whiskey drink there. Uh, but I reckon I'll probably be face down in one of my pasta <laughs> dishes by the time I've done my two bottles of wine. But yes. I'm going style. Let's fucking have it. Yep. Okay, I'm with you. I'm doing Malbec for starters. I'm going to do Whispering Angel Rosé um, for my main, for my Who's dessert. Who's the basic bitch now, huh? <laughs> fucking Whispering Angel. For my dessert, oh, I'm having well. the champers with the, um, with the cheese. And then... I'm going to just have a couple cocktails after eating everything. I'm just going to go for like two for one cocktails from Las Iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely will have some cocktails. Probably like a good old Cosmo, Sex on the Beach, something like that. Porn star martini. Porn star martini. Yeah, I'm just going to have loads of cocktails. I feel like with both of our meals, we're probably going to do the job of the executioner anyway and uh, probably push ourselves over the ends. But yeah, I think we could do a petition to make this whole episode about our death row meals. <laughs> Literally. Uh, you know. Because that's that's the meal, you know, that you have, I guess, for dinner. What about the day? What about during the day? The breakfast, the lunch? <laughs> Are you allowed breakfast and lunch? I feel like we're breaking all the rules. We're going to get complaints in saying, you guys have cheated. This is not allowed. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I tell you what I'm excited for now the weather's getting a bit nicer. What's that, Izzy? Barbecues. Oh, me too. To be honest, it doesn't matter if it's five degrees. If the sun's shining, then I'm keen to wet the grill on. Our sponsors, Future Farm, really do have the products to take your barbecues up a notch this summer. Their Future Sausages and Burgers are perfect for grilling. The Future Sausages are daffo my faves. Their products on the barbecue really are a game changer. All the flavour, texture and juiciness of meat without harming animals or the planet. You can purchase these incredible meatless meats ideal for barbecues from Sainsbury stores nationwide and online. Uh, so obviously Izzy and I normally have a guest on the show. Uh, we decided this week 
not to bring on a guest because we thought, you know, this is a, I don't want to call it a historic week, you know, I'm not Winston Churchill, I'm not calling on, oh, this is a great week for Great Britain as a whole, it's not quite that, uh, quite that historic, but we thought we'd mix it up a little bit and kind of take the uh, platform to you guys uh, at home or, or on Instagram, as I should really say, and we asked a bunch of questions about how you felt about things opening up what you missed, what places you've missed the most and, and, and why you've missed them. Uh, and so we thought we'd go over some of the responses. Uh, Izzy, you put out three separate polls on your Instagram um, a couple of days ago. Uh, I only did the one. I feel like your audience is way more engaged in these things than mine, but uh, we can definitely chat about some of these responses. Yeah, so we had a few on two Vs and a pod and a couple on mine as well. And it was all just kind of asking around where you're most excited to go, if you are excited about going anywhere, um, and got a fair few responses. A lot of people are really excited to go to the hairdressers. A lot of people are excited to get to the gyms or to get your nails done. But overwhel- overwhelmingly, and I'm not surprised because, you know, Ben and I do post mostly about food, not what we're doing at the hairdressers. A lot of the responses were about going to restaurants. Um, and people are really excited just to go and sit at a table. I mean, British weather is not great so you've got to wrap up warm the world is our bench the world is our (laughs) outdoor restaurant just sit on the floor why not have fun yeah but a lot of people are heading to their local pub is what you guys said um we've got parisa and i can really jump on board with that have you tried parisa ben i have been to parisa actually i i went once uh when i first came back to the uk from israel as a vegan and i was like oh it's a bit overpriced i didn't really rate it that highly um however I've then been back a couple of times and it is it is unbelievable. Um, I'm actually going with uh, my partner Tammy to Brighton next weekend, or this weekend I should say, and they have a Purezza down there and apparently it's quite close to the beachfront. So I might grab me a little pizza, sit on the beach with the uh, with maybe a, a local lager and enjoy myself there. But yeah, Purezza's a great shout as well, by the way. That is so exciting. One, yeah, Preza, I've been once and it was... Before I lived in London, actually, um, my boyfriend and I went for supper and it was absolutely delicious. I really want to try their dessert pizzas because they have like, don't they have chocolate and strawberries on them or something? Yeah, they do. But I I don't know. I think maybe we can start like a a feature of like a rate it or hate it, like maybe once a week. Yeah, maybe we should. You know, imagine when I go out for pizza sometimes, not all the time, because sometimes I'll go to an Italian and get a pasta dish, but... A lot of the time I go out for pizza, I'll share like a, a garlic pizza bread to start. Yeah, um, that's what Obviously we did. without without butter, you know, it's normally oil in these places. Um, so I can't have a pizza bread to start, then a pizza, and then for dessert, another fucking pizza. I get I can't what you mean. It. It's just too much dough, isn't it? Yeah, and these are like the proper sourdough ones. So they're like thick, they're chewy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't think I could eat that as a dessert. I think it would uh, it would tip me over the edge for many many hours. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one that you have to kind of order and just have as a dessert and not have like as your visit there. If you get yeah. what I mean. Do you want to know? Do you want to know an amazing little story that for some reason yes. I know off the top of my head about um, Pureza or Pureza, however <laughs> it's called? I don't actually know. Neither I seem to really know. Uh, I'm sticking to my guns on this one, but I believe that. Um, when Pereza were, were starting out, the, the guys who did it, obviously it's a vegan pizza place, they entered a very prestigious pizza making competition in Naples in Italy. Um, my facts here might be all completely wrong, but they definitely entered a pizza competition 
uh, with around something like ten to 15,000 you know, pizzerias from around the world. They were the only vegan entry into this pizza competition and they only went and won the whole thing. How amazing is that? No way. No, honestly, it's, 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 as far as I'm concerned, a true story. That's um, so cool. Which is great. So, yeah, definitely Perez is a, a great one. Uh, they're in London. They're in, they're in Camden. Some of the other comments, uh, we had What the Pitter. Uh, we had Ooh, Beer yeah. Gardens, uh, Coffee Shops. But actually, uh, I had a, a few uh, people comment about activities. I had someone say dancing. Um, and I had a couple, actually, about swimming. Now, I've got to say... Um, the weather here is still a bit whack, so um, outdoor pools, I would say, are a bit of a, a no-go for the time being. Uh, but I think indoor pools, that's something that I haven't even thought about. I mean, I'm not, I, I, I like to swim, but I don't swim in this country. Like, have you have you missed swimming at all, Isabel? Absolutely not. I detest swimming with you all hate my swimming. heart. I hate it. So when I, when I was younger... I still remember my swimming teacher's name, and she was my she's my auntie's friend, but put her on blast. <laughs> but I don't. I've always struggled because she. Well, obviously this is uh, this is my own issue, but <laughs> all swimming teachers obviously let you go and then you swim because if they don't let you go, you're not going to swim. It's like when you cycle a bike and then you just take the stabilizers off and you go. Um, but yeah, she she <laughs> took the stabilizers off, and I just like went under in the deep end, and it was very traumatic, and it was very stressful. And then I've literally been scared of going underwater ever since, and I've just been so pathetic with swimming. At my at one of my schools that I attended, I've been to many a school, um, but at one of the schools I attended, swimming classes were compulsory. You know what's really funny is that people at home will be listening, being like, "Oh, they've definitely like set up this whole thing about swimming." Like Ben definitely knows. I had no idea you didn't like swimming. I find that mad. You posted a picture of you in a pool the other day. I saw it. Oh, in a swimming pool. Rarely. Maybe for a photo. Like, I don't like going in water. Like, you can ask my friends. Well, I went on a holiday with a friend um, a couple years ago um, to Malta, and there was a rooftop swimming pool. And you asked my friend, I went in there once because I was so hot that I had to, to cool down. I like going swimming. I like like dipping my toes in, you know, if I'm really hot. Or I have swum in the sea because there was turtles in there. Every now and then I'll I'll dunk in, but you know, I don't like swimming. Don't like going underwater. What about baths? I um, I don't really like a bath. My fingers go wrinkly and I get bored. <laughs> <laughs> What's ha- what happening? I feel like. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you like swimming? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. Swimming's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say I've missed it, but you know, um, yeah. Any 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 favorite? Uh, yes, I was going to ask you your favorite sort of swimming strokes, but I guess we're just going to go completely full circle. And just if about I'm on a, if I'm on a boat, fine. There's a there's a, if people are talking about traveling, if you go to Prague, you can go on a pedalo thing. And let's go back onto the topic of food and drink because that's what we love. You can go on nice. a pedalo to a floating bar. And then you pick okay. up your drink and then you pedal around and that's in Prague. And I very much enjoyed that. Didn't have to go in the water. Had a nice, nice pint of beer. Very cheap in Prague. And it was beautiful. That does sound nice. I've been to Prague. Great place. It's uh, it's definitely on the list to go back to. But the only thing I didn't like about Prague is that I'd say like 90% of people there are like northerners on like Hindus and stag <laughs> Um It's a sweeping generalisation of northerners, obviously. I like the north. The north is great. 
but yeah. Someone said they're excited to go to Box Park Croydon. Uh, I've never been to the one in Croydon because I live the opposite side of the country, uh, well, of London at the least, uh, to Croydon. So Dramatic. yeah, uh, but there's 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 a couple of Box Park. There's one near me in uh, Wembley. Uh, which is okay it's relatively okay uh, but the one in Shoreditch is awesome yes, and uh, yep. actually we just uh, we just booked a five-a-side football thing uh, for a Saturday in a couple of weeks uh, producer Cal was invited but he's chosen his love of cricket over oh, football oh no really yeah classic classic producer Cal oh. but uh, I just heard that he wasn't very good at football and that he didn't really want to come but it's right next to uh, the, the the football place it's called Power League it's right next to uh, oh he's, he's come on he's, he's giving me a, a, a gesticulation let's put it that way he's gesticulating towards me and uh, I won't give him any more airtime. but yeah there's there's the box park in Shoreditch opposite there and it's awesome they've got amazing vegan places there they've got like what the Pitta um, they've got um, King Cook Dailies in there uh, they've got the Eat Che Club I believe um, there's even I'm pretty sure is there there's other places where you can get like falafels and stuff but it's just a good vibe it just really is a nice vibe I love and... places like that where there's lots of different restaurants uh, have you tried I'm gonna pronounce this wrong as well why does everyone we have go. weird names is it Ooey Burger Ooey yeah it is pronounced it, is like, like Ooey Ooey so I've seen lots of people post about Ooey Burger yep. for quite a while now and I've never tried yep. it um, but I have kindly been invited to try some of their burgers on Friday. Okay. They've got a new place opened in Brixton Village, which I, which I think will be really lovely because there's lots of outdoor seating. I don't think it's um, specific for each restaurant. It's just kind of opened up and then if you get a table, you get a table. If not, you don't. Um, yeah. But I'm quite excited for that on Friday because I think there'll be quite like a nice buzzing vibe because everyone will be there from different restaurants. I'm guessing you can like grab food from one, drinks from another. It's just nice. It's nice to be able to talk about these things and be like, oh, I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do that. It's Isn't like, well, it? actually, you can. You can go and do it. What I'm excited to try is obviously, um, as I said, going down to Brighton. There's a place there called uh, the Happy Mackie that everyone's mentioned to me. Mm. They basically make like sushi burritos but when i say sushi burritos obviously it's not sushi ingredients in a tortilla it's just like a hench like sushi roll and they do this apparently i mean this is what everyone has said to me like this uh hoisin duck um, style yeah it just looks amazing so i'm gonna go down there and uh get some uh some grammable content. I'm excited to go to places for cocktails. I had one person say they're going to Las Iguanas and I know they do really good cocktails there. And they are a chain, I know, but their cocktails are really good. And I think they have great vegan options as well. That would be great. You know what would be amazing if we can record one of our next episodes from like a an area? I mean, I know wind is going to pick up on these microphones and it's going to sound a bit like... <laughs> But it would be great if we could go somewhere, you know, sit at a table, have a couple of drinks, do a I podcast. I think we should definitely do that. I think that's what everyone wants. They I think want that's us what to the people need. Be, us be on merry. a couple of drinks. Um, obviously, Ben and I, we both have followers who aren't in the UK, and annoyingly, there are areas that haven't quite opened up yet. Uh, yeah, someone said that Belgium uh, hasn't quite opened. So sorry, Belgium. Uh, Fingers crossed you're, you're, for you guys that you get a date. Your soon, time though. will come. 
So as well as obviously lots of places not opening, there are lots of people that may not be able to enjoy this as much because they are going to be working. And a lot of people who do work full times, like at bars, pubs, restaurants, have not been working for quite a while. So it's probably super stressful for them going back into work. Um, And that's the vibe that I got from quite a lot of people replying, saying they're anxious for their first shift. And, you know, some pubs over the weekend, one of my friends said had about 250 bookings for the weekend. So it's obviously very busy, which is great. We're bringing money to the independent businesses. But I would say my kind of, it's not really a top tip. It's just my kind of something I feel like I need to say is, you know, just be really super respectful of everyone who is working at the bars, restaurants and pubs that you are going to. Be kind and above all, just have a really, really fun time and just embrace the moments, enjoy it. Don't worry too much about getting an amazing Instagram picture to share everyone just live in the moment but if you get a cute pic that's great as well obviously <laughs> so your, your top tip is don't show off on instagram <laughs> just have a have a bev and get the fuck on with it um, says me I mean, who literally posted yeah, a about, picture straight away to say, <laughs> i did see a couple of snaps of you and uh, your boyfriend at the uh, lovely wine bar last night but yep. alas that's fine it's a good tip nonetheless my top tip would certainly be obviously it would also be be nice to the staff but yeah as we said earlier in the show support those independent places those places that may not have uh, you know been able to get furloughing staff and you know may have had to let people go and you know have struggled throughout the course of the year so try and support those places uh weatherspoons isn't going to go under whether or not you go there or not uh try and avoid places like that yeah exciting times and also don't put pressure on yourself to feel the need to socialize but if you want to go and have a great time then do it thank you so much for listening this week with everything reopening please enjoy yourselves and go on tag us in your pint pictures and if you aren't as excited don't worry there is no pressure to venture out just yet you can enjoy normality resuming in your own time. This show was produced and edited by Callum Goddard Mocklow for Apricot Audio. And we'll be back next week with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast available on all podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify and Acast. And if you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings, then remember to follow us both on Instagram at Izzy the Vegan and at Ben's Vegan Kitchen. We'll see you next week. See you later.